Camp's Inner Circle Podcast with Georgette Pan and Jesse Stoddard. Well, we are back and uh, excited to be here. This is Jesse, and uh, we've got uh, Georgette on the line. Say hi, Georgette. Hey, hi, Georgette. <laughs> <laughs> and we're, we got another guest today. We're we got guests every episode almost right now. We haven't even had a chance to talk much ourselves, have we? Well, no, that's okay. We needed a break. That's right. This is good. And today we've got a, a an awesome guest, uh, Ryan Ketchum, and he has a website, uh, vertexperformancesystems.com, and uh, we're excited to have you on. I know that you know Georgette, and, and we just met here, so um, um, Georgette, I'll let you kind of, you know, maybe inter- take it away a little bit. And uh, actually, before that, though, Ryan, if you don't mind introducing, you know, yeah. kind of your story, if you could let us know a little bit about your background and where you came from and how you got started in, in you know, fitness and um, what you're up to now. That'd be awesome. Yeah, absolutely. First of all, thanks for having me on the, the show. I'm really excited about getting able to chat with you guys about what we've got going on. And I have, uh, I've been all over the place in the fitness industry. Um, you know, I came up always, always just super excited about fitness. Um, some of my earliest memories are going to the gym. Uh, with my dad, I think when I, a lot of the safety and liability uh, issues were were probably not uh, they weren't enforced quite as much as they they probably should have been. But as a, a little guy, I was running around the gym uh, with my dad and his training partner, and um, my dad was always involved in uh, powerlifting, bodybuilding type things, and so I kind of grew up in a, a gym culture. And, um, didn't really have the you know comic book superhero type of of heroes as a kid. Um, I kind of grew up with the Arnold Schwarzenegger, Franco Colombo. Those guys were were my role models. Um, and as an athlete coming up uh, all the way through the collegiate ranks, um, kind of just fell into really finding a passion for for fitness and strength training and helping people. And after my career as an athlete, decided I was going to start my own business, went right into um, starting my own business as a, a trainer and was going to work with uh, high school athletes and middle school athletes, started that, um, and then also went through my own fat loss transformation. And so yeah. I, I went through that whole journey as well and really found a passion for like That's, that's what really started to drive me. Um, I enjoyed the athletic training, but I really enjoyed uh, the transformation game. And so I went from that to opening up Force Fitness with my then business partner, Will Fleming. Um, we grew that, did that for nearly six years, and just recently um, sold that business to him. Uh, he took that over completely, and I stepped out to uh, start Vertex Performance Systems and um, have been working with uh, Pat Rigsby and Nick Barry and the entire fitness consulting group team for several years as well doing business consulting with them and uh, being a part of their team and uh, partnered up with them to take over our elite training mentorship and start Vertex Performance Systems, which is all about um, basically we want to be the go-to resource to helping trainers become the experts that they want to become. We're going to try to provide them with the training information that they're they're seeking out. And so we want to be a resource for that. Awesome. Awesome. I knew you were involved with Pat Rigsby. I didn't know a lot of the past history, that Will Fleming and all of that. 
yeah, I've been kind of seeing every aspect of, of the fitness industry and uh, been behind the scenes of a lot of things, and yeah, I've enjoyed every every bit of it. But I think that this is, you know, with Vertex, this was kind of letting my passion come out. Is at the end of the day, I could do the business stuff. I enjoyed that. I enjoyed the marketing. I enjoyed the selling. I still do. Uh, but the thing that gets me jumping out of bed every morning is the the nuts and bolts of training. I mean, that's just really what uh, keeps me moving. So I'm excited to be able to to take on this venture, and it's been a, a big success so far. And we're looking forward to to a lot more. So you're basically now running a transformation type uh, offline business as well, transformation center. What do we call it? No, uh, Vertex is, is simply education center, so it's all about the education. I'm not working with any. I have a handful of clients that I work with online um, that I work with. Uh, no offline clients, no training anymore um, at this point. Uh, that may change in the future as, as yeah. things progress, and we find that that needs to be uh, come back into into play for me. Um, but right. right now, the the whole goal is on the education for uh, for trainers. So. Uh, with Vertex, it won't just be transformations. I mean, that's kind of the big thing we have going on right now, and it's a big thing in the fitness industry. Um, yeah. But we also work with a few other experts that uh, to put their information out there as well and give them an avenue to and an audience to basically provide the info that they have. And it's still kind of hooked up with Pat Rigsby's uh, fitness consulting group, right? Yes, yes. Pat is uh, a partner with me in that business. Um, and so I enjoy working with, with the fitness consulting group, and we are connected with that. They do all of our management stuff. So they have an amazing team that yeah. takes care of a lot of the behind-the-scenes stuff, that stuff that you know, I, I'm either not good at or don't like to do. Uh, we have people that are really good at that, and they enjoy doing that. So um, right. you know, the financial things and some of the web development and those things, uh, they take care of that stuff for us at Vertex, and uh, it's a good partnership. Yeah, that's great because I I knew of you know I work closely with Pat with affiliating for him and um you know it just gets I didn't want anybody to get confused that you've kind of gone on on your own but you're still kind of connected. Yes, yes, very much so. Okay, so that's cool. Um, and yes, transformation. I I think that if I'm not mistaken, were you in a a transformation? contest yourself with John Berardi? Yes, yes. I was a, a finalist for the Precision Nutrition. At the time, they called it Lean Eating. I think they changed the name now. Um, uh-huh. But at the time, yeah, I was Lean Eating. I did go through that. Um, I actually originally started up. I signed up. My wife and I signed up. I just I wanted to learn. I wanted to see what they were doing. I was really uh-huh. intrigued with the program. And yeah. about halfway through, I thought, well, I'm in this thing. I'm going to give it I'm going to give it a go to try to, to win this. I wanted to take my my physique to the next level, um, mm-hmm. and so I participated in that. And it's, I like I like joining things like that just for the same reason everybody uh, enjoys a transformation contest. The reason that they're successful, um, I put it out there. There was a deadline. You know, there are all those things that make a transformation contest successful. That I was looking for that as well. Like I, I needed that that help and that support to to take my physique to the next level. Yeah, that was cool. I I did kind of catch that. I don't know how because sometimes I'm just so many emails, but I do remember that. And um, I thought, wow, 
that, you know, that that you actually went through that and, and put yourself out there, and I, the transformation was awesome. From what well, I thank you very much. Yeah, I, I feel like that's one advantage that I might have. Um, I've I've been there as you know, I was a, as an athlete in college. I was a shot putter and discus though, and so while very strong, I, I was overweight. I, I mean, I was fat. It's just like you call it like you see it. I was athletic, but I wasn't in shape. I mean, I, I did what I had to do for my sport. That's what was required. And so when I ended my career, I was about 335 pounds, if I remember right. Um, and they took myself through a transformation. Um, and I think the, with the Precision Nutrition, when I went from about 235 to 207, um, and so yeah, was, and you were uh, pretty- that was kind of that soft to stage ready type of transformation. Yeah, you were really. It was rip, you were ripped. And speaking of transformations, I mean, a lot of this coming up now, I just got a glimpse at your new product coming out, which is for trainers, and it's the transformation system. And I use the word system because, man, there's a lot of stuff in there. So there was a lot of information in there, but it is a sticking point sometimes with trainers to, you know, run a con- a good challenge or con- uh, transformation contest. And it's, um, I like this product. I mean, I didn't get a chance to see all of it because that would be <laughs> impossible. But, you know, I just I actually went in this morning and um, there's a lot of done-for-you resources. There, there is some A to Z, actually, running a transformation. That- yeah, so this is an exciting, to me, an exciting product. And not just because it's January coming up, because I've noticed in there that, you know, you've given um, other examples of, you know, when to run these contests and how to run these contests. So maybe we could uh, talk a little bit about talk a little bit about that, because I think it's um, I think it's a, it's perfect timing for this for, for trainers. But there are a lot of sticking points and maybe we could address some of the hang ups that you know, stop people from running, a, uh, trainers from running a successful, you know, challenge or contest for transformation contest. Sometimes it seems like it might be a little bit too much work and maybe some people fail at it. So why would they fail at it and what what could they, you know, do to to simplify the the running of a, of a contest or a transformation program? Yeah. I think that there are some really specific nuances when you talk about a transformation program, whether it be a challenge or a contest, or everybody kind of calls it something different. Um, and one of them is the setup. It is a lot of work, uh, especially mm-hmm. to run a good And what you see a lot of trainers do, and it's because they just don't, they probably don't have the time to, right. I mean, I, I've run a business. I know what that takes. It's mm-hmm. There's a lot of things going on outside of just running this contest. So, to put together specific resources, to get the marketing right, to understand uh, the hows and whys of uh, transformation marketing and why that works, why that appeals to people, how to attract the right types of people. There's a lot of different nuances that that a trainer will face when they're trying to put together a contest. So one big mistake I see trainers make is they take all the information that they have and they do one of two things. They either cobble together a couple meal plans or uh, you know, a few recipes, and they throw it out there at someone. And they bring people in, and they kind of hope that, well, my training and then this little bit of nutrition information that I give people, is, they're, that's going to deliver the results that 
that those people are looking for. And for a handful, it will. And right. you're going to get those newbies that come in, and, and it's going to deliver some sort of result because they haven't been doing anything. So you can produce that result. Um, the other thing that I see trainers doing on the other end is they try to kill people with mass amounts of, con- of content. So they right. throw this huge amount of information at them as far as nutrition and training, and mm-hmm. they don't help the client navigate it. So these people come in, they overwhelm them with content because they don't know how to direct the client necessarily, and so the client really doesn't know where to start. So anybody that you know takes the time to research it, looks through it, that maybe they stumble on the right path, they'll get great results, but everybody else is kind of left in the dark when you're bringing them in. And so right. you know, with this system, what I tried to do was take it and say, here's all this information, and I, I almost fell victim to this. I mean, there is a lot of content in there, but I tried to simplify it and break it down and then connect the done-for-them resources so that trainers can have that. Right. Uh, but you can basically start with this, and you know, the other big nuance with the transformation contest or challenge is uh, when I'm working one-on-one with a client, you know, the handful of people that I have, it's really easy for me because right. I know them. I, I get a lot of time with them. I can e- email them. I can go through this. When you bring 100-plus people in to a transformation contest, you just can't do the individual things you need to do to deliver great results like you would in a, in a one-on-one type of, of program. It's, just, right. it's not going to happen. You don't have the time, and you're under a time crunch. So people want you know, they expect these big results in whatever time frame you're running that in. And so right. having a system that you can lean on of certain principles that, that fall into place for any transformation program that you're looking at, having those and then having a system to uh, use those, whether it's 10 people or 100 people, and get the same result, that's kind of a big sticking point, I think, for trainers. They just haven't figured out exactly how to put that all in there. They're just not confident in the things that they have to deliver those results. Um, and I've certainly been there as well. I mean, I'm always digging around trying to find, like, the next big thing that's going to work and always end up falling right back to my, you know, foundational principles. Right. Oops. Hey. Are we there? <clears throat> can I interrupt you guys for a second? Ryan, can I ask you a question? Absolutely. You know, uh, just that you guys are on a really good, uh, you know, direction with the conversation, so I'm going to derail it just for a minute. But (laughs) um, I love this stuff, and I know we have a lot of people out there that are going to really love this, and and they're going to want to eat it up. And we can come back to talking about it, but I want to to, uh, step back for a second just for a lot of the newer listeners, um, because I know that we've got some people out there that are a little newer to the whole training thing even. And so what I want to want you to do, I love finding out what makes people tick. So, Ryan, if you don't mind, could you go back to those days? You, you just touched on it very briefly that, you, you know, Olympic trials shot put out of University of Indiana. Uh, I know you're studying kinesiolo- uh, kinesiology, or at least I think I saw that on your website somewhere. And then, um, and then got into transforming your own body, went from 335 pounds, what, to 220 in 18 months? Mm-hmm. That's just awesome, man. And if you could talk, what I would li- I'd like to hear about is a little bit back in that at that point in your life, what got you to go from that to being a personal trainer to starting your own uh, facility, uh, the Force Fitness. Actually, even before that, when you were outgrowing your the the place that you were working in, and then obviously it grew, and and then it turned in. Now obviously you got into coaching and and consulting and helping other you know fitness professionals. But that period of time from you're in college, not knowing what you want to do with your life, to all of a sudden professional, 
we kind of went past through that in about 10 seconds. And I think that is like what people really need to know. I think there's a lot of value there. So um, this is a long way of saying, can you explain that a little bit? What made you get to be, you know, what made you want to be a trainer? What, what crazy idea got into your head that made you want to own your own business? <laughs> and how did that work out? And, you know, that process would be good to hear. Yeah, absolutely. I, well, first, I think I'm a terrible employee. So I, I don't know I had a whole lot of other choices but to own my own business. Um, I've always been really driven. I think the competitiveness of athletics, uh, that drives me a lot of times uh, in anything that I do still. It's just the competitiveness. And um, I, I tended to be pulled toward individual sports. Um, I played a lot of very, like, a lot of different sports, team sports as well, uh, throughout you know, growing up and then into high school and did well with them. But I never liked the idea that you know, if the team, rest of the team was bad, I mean, that, was, that dictated your success or not. And I didn't like relying on a ton of other people. And so I always navigated toward, like, and was attracted towards the individual sports. So I ended up with track and field because at the end of the day, that was me. I stepped into the circle, and however far I threw was how far I threw. There was no other factors that I couldn't blame that on anybody. There was nobody to pick you up, and that builds a certain amount of character uh, because you're you're putting yourself out there to be judged and assessed every time you do that, and that built a lot of character. And so the reason I started my own business, and it sounds really silly uh, when I go back and think of this, I just feel like I fell into some very fortunate circumstances. Um, but I actually did that to continue my training for track and field. Um, I was going to continue on post-collegiately and train for the Olympic trials. And so starting my own business, um, I, I kind of got a bad taste in my mouth about um, collegiate strength and conditioning. Um, I had a really great strength coach, and then he had left. And the coaches that we had were good. But I just saw the politics in collegiate strength and conditioning, and I didn't like that. I didn't want to be involved in that. And I knew it took up a lot of time. And so my thought was, well, I'll just go train athletes, and I'll start my own business, and I'll be able to adjust my schedule around my own training so that I can, I can do what I need to do to train for uh, the shot put and discus. And after a few injuries and things that, that held me up and it was time for me to step away from track and field, I had to take that competitive nature and that you know, that basically addiction that I was getting from track and field, that competition, I had to take that and put it somewhere. And so I put that into business. And once I started putting that into business, that's when things really started to take off. Um, and for me personally, I just knew I was out of shape. And so with getting into transformations, um, I wanted to see how fast I could change my body. I don't like to take things slow. Um, I'm not a gradual guy. It's kind of all or nothing. And so I wanted to see how quickly I could do that. And so that's where I took that same drive and that same, um, you know, focus that it takes to be an athlete and to really achieve and really success in anything. I took that same focus that I was familiar with as an athlete and put it towards my research and education on fat loss, everything right. from training and nutrition to mindset and and gradually started to accumulate that information, and I would test everything out on myself. I'm a guinea pig. I'll start a program. If I start it, I'm going to see it through to the end. 
I assessed the results, I figured out what I might have done better, and I, that's how I started to get into that. And then I just started having a lot of fun with it. In fact, I still have to fight my urges to be kind of that serial uh, dieter, I always trying the next program um, because I'm always interested in is there a better way? Is there something else I can do? Is there another program? I like to see that. I like to experiment with those things. Um, and so then I started seeing the results in clients and seeing the impact that it had on their life, um, the changes that I was able to make. And that's when I really started. To me, it's a game. Um, it's, it's very much it's a challenge. These people have struggled with this for years. And, you know, the statistics show that most people will start a diet and fail. You know, 90% of them fail at, at some point. Or if they have success, they'll gain that weight back within five years. And so to get somebody long-term success or for someone to just have success, period, that has failed multiple times, uh, that's very rewarding. And you can make huge impacts with that, not only on them, but on their, their families and their, their children and it, the people that they're around. They start to inspire those people. And so that's really what drives me. And that's kind of how I started getting that passion, that fire in my belly for transformations. Um, was, you know, figuring out is there a faster way, is there a better way? Um, how can you overcome all these obstacles that people come to you with? Uh, to me, it's a game. It's just trying to figure out uh, how do you fit all the puzzle pieces together to make it work for that individual person. Awesome. That's awesome. Yeah. Love your vision, man. It's great. Well, thank you. So, I kind of, I like you pulling me off track is, is perfectly fine with me on questions because I could go on all day about the fat loss and the, the mindset. I mean, there's just so many things to, to think about. It's such a big need um, for, for us right now, and there's so many. You, know, you go on Amazon and look up diet books, and you'll get like 50,000 titles that come up. I mean, there's right. almost too much information out there. We need to get back to kind of unifying what we all say and how we present this. I think that's the other thing is um, a lot of clients, and that's with the transformation system I've created, this isn't just me saying you have to implement this this exact way to get results. Um, I try to break it down into the principles that get the results, and so um, each trainer can use that to fit it into their own system because it's it's impossible for me to tell you that, uh, hey, you should train your clients this way, I don't know anything about your program. I don't know anything about you know, how, what's the size of your group, what equipment do you have, what time frames, what types of clients. I know nothing about that. So it would be really foolish of me for you to step in and say, hey, you have to do it this way because that's, it may or may not work for you. But if I give you the principles that work, then you can figure out how to put those into your system and whether they fit or not and use those however, you know, each trainer sees fit to get the results that they're looking for and amplify what they're already doing really well. So, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of uh, trainers here that are doing group fitness and boot camps, obviously. And um, why don't you take a moment, you know, we, we can see kind of the importance of, of why transformations are, are important to, to focus on and how to unify a message. Can you talk a little bit about how this applies to a trainer who is, you know, leading a group and maybe just go into a little bit about how, you know, what kinds of things that you offer, you know, I know you've got some really cool solutions for all this. So how does that apply to a trainer? What could they do? What are some tips that you might give them on how they could improve their boot camp or group training program? Okay. Yeah, that's, 
Um, I think a lot of people that are running the transformation programs are doing group training. And so uh, a large part of what I did was geared towards towards that group training. And there's a few aspects of that that I think caused some problems or they're, they're tougher tougher problems to solve for, for trainers that are running group training programs. So uh, the first one is how do I bring all of these clients in and get them the proper uh, assessment or intake process whatever it might be that, that each trainer uses, how do I bring all these people in? Because I'm going to run a transformation contest. So let's say it's 40 people. And you have 40 brand new people that are coming into your door that you've never worked with, you don't get a lot of time with, and they need to start and be ready to go into your program on X date. That is a huge issue for a lot of people because you run the risk of, you know, one, do you have enough time to meet with each of those people individually? And if not, how do I overcome that? And two, can I just throw them into my program and then you run the risk of now I'm, I've overwhelmed them and they have no idea and they get lost in the mix. And so I've created a little bit of an intake process where you can collect information ahead of time. You get the pertinent information. Um, I've broken down um, the questions that you need to ask to, I believe it's 11 questions overall. Ask these 11 questions. Based off of the answers, that should tell you where that client should start at. Um, in the, the Vertex transformation systems with the nutrition and the, the training. So, you know, if they answer yes to the first two and uh, the third question is a no and it should have been a yes, then that's where we start. We started at that particular issue. Um, and so there are various tiers and structures to place people in so that you can take this group feel and individualize it. And I think that's the one thing that people start to lose in that group environment is you bring all these people in and it can start to feel like I'm just running like a weight loss mill. I'm just turning people in and out. Right? I'm giving them a templated program. It's going to work for the majority of the people, and the rest of you, sorry, too, too bad. Where a lot of what we need with transformation has to be individualized. And so these questions and these tiered systems allow you to individualize and adjust based off of each individual's needs without requiring, you know, countless hours of time from the trainer, the business owner, to intake all of those clients. So that, that's a really big issue that I think a lot of trainers have um, yep. and have a difficult time overcoming. Yeah, and that's a good so- to have a solution um, to that because that, that is a big issue. Yeah, I think anyone that's brought in a lot of clients all at once, and even if you just get a wave where you know, it, it ebbs and flows when you, you get new clients and you get a wave, it, it's difficult to start those clients. They require a different level of attention. And then I think the next step is what do I do with my training programs? Because in the majority of the contests that I've run, we had probably it was somewhere between 60 and 70% new clients would sign up, and then we'd get – 30 to 40 percent of our our current clients signing up, depending on how aggressively we we marketed this. Right. And you have these current clients that are looking for a little bit of a bigger push. You know, you get a new client coming in, they're going to get results. You know, they're new to your program, so putting them into your current programs is fine. But your current clients, they're already in your programs, already doing those workouts. They've already had some sort of adaptation to, to those. So they're already used to that. And you can't adjust your entire workout to really ramp it up because you have those movies coming in too that you don't want to just, you know, completely kill. And you have these 
advanced clients that you need to somehow progress. And so in the training systems that I've laid out, I've talked about some simple ways to uh, run some progressions through your group training. So simple things like um, rest progressions, density progressions, and things like that that you can put into any of these, whether it's a four-week or a three-week challenge or a, an eight-week contest, you can put these progressions in there and some of these variables, especially for those higher-level clients, it's going to create that metabolic demand and require them to adapt again so that they're getting that same metabolic demand, that same challenge that the new clients are getting, which is then going to produce even greater results. Um, right. you know, and I will argue that the nutrition is a huge part of that. You have to get their nutrition dialed in, and that's going to produce great results. But we don't want to just turn a blind eye to the training and because that's really what we do. That's what people are coming to us for. It's that's what they want. You need to ramp up that training or be able to progress that training in a different way while still maintaining the integrity of your group training programs because that's very important as well. And so those progressions that I list in there, stuff as simple as um, reducing uh, the the rest between exercises right. between circuits by five seconds a week doesn't seem like a lot, but the impact that it has overall is huge because by the end of that period of time, you know, we're down 15 seconds and uh, of rest, and, you know, we can increase the density that way. So now I've reduced the rest uh, at the end between, say, between each exercise by 15 seconds. If I just do five a week, then over a four-week period, well, that leaves a lot of time to get more work in. So I can do more work, or you can choose to just increase the density overall. So there's a lot of different ways like that that just really aren't tough to apply, uh, but we look at things too linearly. I think a lot of times when we're programming group training, it's just, or to do the same things every week, and the only progression is going to be, um, you know, move up a level in the exercise or use more weight, and that's just not always possible, especially for those more advanced clients. And you can't jump five pounds per dumbbell every week. You're going to run out of steam at some point, so we got yeah. to find other ways to progress the workout. <laughs> exactly. Excellent points. Are we there, Jeff? Great just job, there? Ryan. Are you there still, Jeff? Oh, yeah. I'm just soaking it in, man. This is good. Okay. Good stuff. So um, it, it, from with your program, let's let's say I'm – I like to – I'll just play, you know, dumb here for a minute, and uh, which is not hard for me. You know, some days I'm I'm quicker than others. Uh, but, you know, if I'm a brand new – if I'm not a new trainer, sorry, I didn't mean that, but if I am a trainer brand new to your systems, I haven't used them before – and uh, I've got my group training program, and I'm hearing you now. I know I need to do the proper intake process. I need to know how to progressively move people into workouts. You know, I kind of have some education in that, maybe a little bit. You know, nobody has a lot, but whatever I got from my certification and some ongoing education course here and there, maybe I read a couple different programs about it. So I just kind of have a general understanding um, why would getting uh, your program be a really good idea for me? And, and you know, how, how, what does it do for me exactly? And how, you know, if I get it, I'm going to get it so that I can do what? And um, I think you kind of touched on it, but I just, I would love to hear, you know, because I know there's so many trainers out there that are skeptical and um, not that they should be, they just are. And that's probably one of the reasons why they're being held back in their business, by the way. But, um, you know, but and we've got other trainers that are, you know, somewhat optimistic. But I think a lot of them are just in between. They're like, they just need to be told, okay, why should I get this? 
how is this going to help me to implement these? So I guess what I'm asking is how exactly does your program help them implement all of these cool ideas and strategies so that they don't have to think very hard and they can just, you know, do it? Is it all set up that way or, or how, how does it work? Yeah, so there are – it's a mixture. I, knew, I wanted this to be a complete system, so not just educational. Uh, that's a huge part of, of what it is. But I also wanted them to see how I would lay things out. And so I've provided a ton of done-for-you resources to lay out the exact way, like everything I would do to, to run a contest. So I have videos on how to set up uh, Google Forms, which is something I, I picked that up from uh, Mike Roussel. We had a conversation. He was at one of our, our conferences that we were putting on, and he uses Google Forms. And I'm like, man, if it's good enough for – for Dr. Mike, it's good enough for me. So I started looking into it more and utilizing it with some of my online clients. I show them how to use Google Forms to hold people accountable, a simple check-in process. It's also used in the intake process. So there's a video on how to set that up. There's screenshots, the exact questions I had. There's complete manuals on um, the nutrition aspect of this, so a startup manual. Um, I have a complete questionnaire for getting someone started. So they have every piece of information, every resource that they would need to run a contest. So they don't have to worry about creating any of it. If right. they need to go in and modify it, they can go in and modify whatever they need. Um, we've also included some bonus resources for them so that they can give those to clients, a simple you know, cardio or extra conditioning workouts if somebody needs to step up their fat loss. They have a plateau checklist. So if somebody plateaus, what do I do? How do I go through it? So all the resources, not only for them as the trainer, but also that they can give to their clients, which is, mm -hmm. you know, just putting those resources together is hours upon hours of time, and then you formatting them and getting them to look nice. These are things that they can just take. They can adapt however they need to. It's completely rebrandable, so you don't have to just take and put my words into it. They can put their own voice into it if they want, mm -hmm. and they can utilize all of that. And then there is some educational uh, component to this. So a trainer that just wants to take this and plug and play, they can use that, and they'll get great results. The trainers are going to get the best, absolute best results from this, this system or the most out of it, the biggest return on their investment, are the ones that also are open to learning and want to invest a little bit of time into learning how to make, it, how to make their transformation contest the best thing for their clients. Because the done-for-you resources, I can give you that, and that will get you started. That gets the the tough part of the intake and the setup of the transformation program, that takes care of that for them. But what I can't do is give them every single possible individual adjustment that they're going to have to make with clients throughout. That's where the educational component and the educational modules come in, where I walk them through the principles. And the people that are going to get the most out of this are those that really want to learn those principles. And they have to be open to learning some new stuff and not thinking that, you know, they have everything dialed in just the way they have it. Um, and a huge way of how I learn, and I think a lot of other trainers are this way as well, they learn by looking at what other trainers are doing. And so for me, for instance, I'll buy every program that's out there. Um, if I see something new, you know, I'll buy it up because I want to see how it's laid out, what, what's the, what are the progressions, are there any new you know, potential concepts in there for the training that, that I could take and utilize. And I don't necessarily utilize all of it. I don't always agree with all of it. But I've never bought a product where I haven't learned something 
by looking at how someone designs a program or how somebody lays out a nutrition component or how they teach these habit changes. And so that's a huge part of what I wanted to do is, like, give a trainer a behind-the-scenes look at this is exactly how I would lay it out. So there's, I think, 36 weeks in total um, between personal training, small group training, and uh, and group training uh, done-for-you programs. And yeah. No, excuse me, there's men's and women's um, personal training, and then there's group training programs, and there's 12 weeks of each. So uh, there's a 12-week progressive program in there that they can see this is exactly how I would lay this out. And then they can adjust based off of whatever they have as far as equipment and, and their training style and things like that. So they'll be able to get a behind-the-scenes look at inside my head. This is what I was thinking when I was writing this, and this is exactly how I would take somebody through a transformation program. Yeah. Awesome. I, I did get to glimpse at some of that. And um, also uh, <clears throat> I noticed that you're adding in uh, a private group, Facebook group coaching. So there's not going to be probably any stone left unturned. I mean, because if somebody has a question or, you know, an issue or problem, it's a that could be addressed, like, you know, inside the private group coaching. So no ch- trainer is left hanging. So that's why I'm I'm thinking this is a this is a really 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 good opportunity for trainers. It, um, it really is, and we have that uh, program open during the launch only. Um, I, I reopen it. I have to see how many. I mean, if we sell a boatload of these, and, and I hope we do. I mean, you know, right. I'm not honest there, everybody. I'd be completely transparent. I hope we do. I have to also look at can I can I deliver on what I'm promising. So I'll be in there. It's a Facebook group, so it's really simple to join. Um, right. Anyone that buys during the launch will get the link. They'll be able to join. And my goal is to, once they get through this and once they get into this, I know that they're going to have some very specific questions. And so I wanted to create that group for so that they can get their questions answered, but also to create a community so that yeah. these trainers see that I'm not the only one struggling with this. We can all learn from each other. Uh, it helps me be a better coach to them. And I think it will help them be a better business owner and a better coach to their clients as well. So I'm really excited about that Facebook coaching group because I'm yeah. going to be able to see exactly how I can help trainers get more out of this and how they, what questions they have with implementing it. And you know, I think it will be a huge bonus for that. I think that's a huge bonus. That's why I mentioned it because, you know, sometimes people buy, trainers buy products and then they're like, they have, you know, they, the questions start pouring in, you know. So, but that's okay, right? So now they at least they can be addressed, and you know, you have a private little group or community, like we have with the inner circle. But it's, the, I think that's that's not just a bonus. You know what I mean? Like that's a huge bonus. That's like coaching, really. It's like you know, group coaching, but. You know, I'm excited for your launch tomorrow myself, actually. I think it's it's, uh, it's actually tomorrow, right, tomorrow? Yes, we kick it off tomorrow, and it will run all the way through the rest of this week, so we'll end it on Friday. Um, we have a couple other big bonuses for the first day, so, you know, those action takers, the trainers that really want to get in on this, they want to jump on it, uh, they'll get some extra bonuses. It's actually a presentation I did at a, a conference on uh, five quick hacks that they can use to get better results in their transformation contest, uh, swipe files that I've used to fill my own contest, so uh, sales pages and emails to, to market people. 
Yeah, the email. Yep, none for you. Sales page or uh, the online stuff, the emails. That's pretty cool. But you know, these you know, trainers have to take action too and and learn. And I'm you know, and I think it's I think it's great because I think I noticed that you also had some other type of transformations run at different times of the year, aside from New Year's. <laughs> so, which gives them a chance to not only run it once. It's not like a one-time deal. You get to do it again. Right? You get to do the springtime or what was it, a summer um, spring transformation, if I'm not mistaken. So, yeah, there's. I've laid out the whole marketing plan for them. So based off of what they want to do with their business, you know, this right. can be a one and done. Yeah, they can take it, and it's great timing for us. I mean, we it was purposely timed this way. The lights got it out a little sooner. Yeah, I had a, a little more time, but their January contest, that New Year contest, it's a big rush, and they should absolutely implement it there. But they would be selling themselves short if trainers didn't utilize this throughout the year because there's so many opportunities to to run a short 21 day challenge. Um, or you know, the way I broke my my marketing calendar down when I was running fourth was I played two big contests every year. And so when I lay this all out in one of the modules, they're playing two big uh, six- to eight-week contests every year. And then I work backwards to fill in the gaps with 21- and 28-day contests and challenges throughout um, based off marquee points in time on the calendar. So holidays, uh, the start of season, things like that, where you could play off what we call a hook or the reason for somebody to sign up. So we know that, you know, summertime, everybody wants to get in, you know, bikinis, swimsuit shape, so we need to, to market to that. And we would, I'd work backwards to set that calendar up. And, you know, we're, we're starting this, this product off really affordably. I mean, it's, a, it's almost a steal. It's going to be 149 during the launch to, to kick it off. And I'm very confident to say, you know, just knowing what I've done in the past with registrations alone, you could get easily 10 to 20 times their investment back on one contest that you ran if you ran it moderately well. Moderately. Uh, Just in the registrations uh, alone. And that doesn't include the lifetime value of the clients that sign up from the new people you got in. Um, You know, I've done, I've done over 20 grand in contest registrations alone. Um, And so transformation contests can be a game changer for a business. If they're run well, right. What uh, what is your optimal um, length of time for your transformation contest? And then also stick in the the, the price point that you uh, find works, you know, best. I mean, I, I know that's a that's a hard question, but just give me an example of a price point because you know people are from all over the world, and price points can be a, a, a hairy question. So I don't mean to pinpoint that, but what was the optimal length of time you found? That was the first part of the question. And then kind of give us an example of maybe a price point. Okay. I like six to eight-week contests, somewhere between there. I always geared towards the six weeks. Um, That was optimal time to get a big transformation. It also splits up really well into two periods of time, a kickoff and a sprint at the end. So okay. we know in transformation contests, people are motivated at the beginning and motivated at the end. Six right. weeks allows you for three weeks to get them ramped up, three right. weeks at the end to get people fired back up to get great results. I love uh-huh. six weeks. 
And yeah. it's short, simple. It's not overwhelming for you as a business owner to run that. Um, I think anything eight weeks is as long as I would go. I wouldn't do anything longer. I just I think that it's too hard to keep the the interest. In yeah. There. I also like twenty one days. So I think that those are two of the prime. It just depends on what time frame you have and what's your reasoning. So twenty one days or six weeks are optimal. Okay. Um, for price point, um, you have two options here. Okay. I think you either need to decide whether you're going for purely lead generation, I'm trying to get as many new people in as I can, or right. I'm trying to make money off of this and I want higher quality leads, and it really depends on your business model. Right. So That's why I'm just looking it. to get as many no- number of people in as I can. Um, you go lower priced, and then obviously uh, you want to filter out some, some people, you go a little higher priced. But I like to play around price breaks for that. Um, depending on whether it's a group training or a personal training program. So I know a lot of people are group training. They're going to be listening to this. So if you're in a group training environment, and that's the majority of your business, then I would start that at, in a 21-day program, 79 or 99. In a six-week program, I would jump it all the way up to to 199. And so my goal was always to try to keep it um, around like 75% of what the actual membership fee would be. I didn't want to undercut my membership so much that when I gave somebody an opportunity to join, that it was sticker shock to them and they couldn't couldn't afford that. So right. I would keep it within that 75% uh, 75%. of what a normal membership would be over that period of time. So 75% of what you would normally charge for X group yeah, or correct. Yeah. That's, yeah. A good, that's a good way to kind of put it. Um, oh, darn, I was just going to ask you something else. Um, oh, darn. Kind of well, hey, while well, Georgia thinks of that, <laughs> yeah. um, just, to, just to clarify, so as an example, and I, I don't recommend someone going as low as 100 bucks, but let's say they were charging $100 for a month of their training, just for easy numbers, right? Just easy numbers. Mm-hmm. And then the eight-week program or six- to eight-week program, that would be 200 bucks. So the transformation cost maybe would be $75 for every 100 you know, for the month. So the whole transformation challenge, eight weeks, would be maybe $150. bucks. it would be $75 you know, plus, times two. So I, I'm just trying to do really easy math just for, for myself and for anybody listening. So is that what kind of – am I right there? So basically it would be if they're, if they're only charging 100 which is way too low, but let's just say they were – that meant an eight-week program would normally be a two hundred dollars thing, and in this case, it's it's like one hundred fifty bucks. Is that about right? That's about right. Yes. So, and you're you're right on that. I mean, one hundred bucks, ninety nine bucks for for a month of training is is ridiculously cheap anymore. Um, if we're produ- providing a good quality service there, but yeah, that's exactly how you would do the math, and it keeps it really simple. Um, you know, without knowing individual you know, situations within a business, you want to make sure that you make money. And uh, it doesn't have to be a complete loss leader as far as the marketing efforts. You want to be able to do that. There are so many things that go into that with, you know, are you paying trainers? Are you doing all the services yourself? Um, And what goes into that? But I think that 75% marker is a a great, great starting point, at least, for someone until you can start to prove that you get great results with a transformation contest. And once you have a lot of social proof, now the game changes. Now right. people will be seeking you out for that, and you can charge more right. for 
those contests than you would when you're just trying to get new leads in the door and get your feet wet with training. Do you provide a Oh, Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Georgia. I just wanted to squeak this in because I thought of it. Do you provide a discount or different pricing for members already as opposed to new? Yes. So there is always a commitment. I need someone to, a member, if they're, they're already paying, they're paying their normal fee, I always wanted them to have some sort of commitment, and it really, at that point, it wasn't about making a lot of money with them. It was just that there's some sort of financial commitment that they say, all right, I'm 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 in on this, so they take it more seriously. If you give it to them for free, they're going to care. So right. I would always, it kind of depended on the length of the contest, usually somewhere between $49 to $99 uh, as an added now. fee to their membership. Uh-huh. To, to join, and a lot of that depended on were we going to give them any bonuses. A lot of times what we would do is say, hey, we'll add an extra day of training to your membership, and so that way maybe where we charge the $99. So right. they get an extra day of training for, on their already current membership, and they just pay that and then get all the other benefits of being in the contest. If there was nothing else involved and they were just going to stay, you know, 49 bucks for right. a shorter-term contest, most people wouldn't. You know, to get the extra accountability in that, they, they don't blink an eye at that. They just roll right, right into it. And there's yeah. all sorts of other fun strategies where, you know, if they refer a friend, you can waive that fee. So that's the cool thing about, you know, you owning that's the business. You can take care of your clients as, as much as you need to or want to. Yeah, that's cool. Okay, that was my question. I thought of it. Go ahead, Jess. <laughs> oh, it's great. This is good stuff, Ryan. Thank you so much. Um, so let's I'd say like- back to the pricing uh, I, I hear a lot of pricing questions from trainers. That's why I'm asking. So um, that 75% uh, was that kind of the idea? Was that just sort of a general rule of thumb? Is that more for on the lead generation side or more on the I want quality lead side? Remember how you talked? There might be two differences there. Would that percentage change if you were going more for lead generation, or is that the lead generation one? What? What? How do you look that, at that? That was more towards the lead generation. Um, it, was on, it was the middle of the road. Um, I've done both. I mean, I've done low end. Um, you know, we've done like $21 for 21-day contests where we didn't provide a lot. I think so much of it goes into what are you actually providing. Right. If we're talking about a really good contest, I think that 75% is kind of the bare minimum for lead generation. Um, anytime you start to get closer to the 100% of what that price would normally be, that's where you're going to start to be filtering those leads because it'll they've already qualified themselves as saying, I can afford this much to, to train with you over this period of time, even if it's a short period of time. And right. so anytime you get to that 100% plus where, you know, I've run contests where we've charged more than what it would normally be to, to train right. and done okay with them. But you obviously are working with a, a smaller number of people, and those were for, um, you know, more advanced, type of contest where there's a lot more hands-on work being done with clients, than, and we knew we weren't going to get a, a large number. What? And, and uh, was your, what's your, what, do you, what do you lean? You lean more towards the, you like keeping as much um, quality and, and keeping tons of offering in terms of service and just go ahead and keep the price high, or did you guys end up liking the middle of the road, or do you like the lead generation, or, you know, like, what, what's your preference if you have to choose? It depends on, on where the business is at. Um, I think that if you're set up to handle a large number of leads, then you're selling yourself short if you don't take advantage of these times of year. Um, and the two big times of year were always New Year time, 
So I would run a, a big contest or a longer contest uh, at the end of January, starting at the end of January, and I'd start one in the fall um, when kids were going back to school. Those were the two big times when people were really motivated to get back into fitness. Yeah. And I think if your business is set up to handle that extra intake and you can run it well, you're selling yourself short by not being in that 75% range and getting as many leads as you possibly can in the door. And they're, they're better than leads because they're paying clients at that point. And they've, they've invested some sort of money, and it's not just a, a nominal figure to train with you. And if you right. can produce them results, you're going to have a good conversion percentage to get them to sign up as clients. So I think that those times I would lead towards the lead generation. And then at times where maybe you know that it's just you don't have the time to go out and heavily market and you want to keep it a little bit you know, easier on your business or yourself, you have a lot of stuff going on, uh, maybe you just don't have the room for those clients, then you, you can go on the higher end. So it really depends on where the business is at. Um, right. In early stages, I would go all with lead generation. And as I had a, a better business, then I'd assess where I was at and what my needs were currently at that point. Yeah, because you too want social proof. You want you you mentioned that too, because you know if you never ran one before and you have no before and afters or you know anybody who was successful, um, it, it's like when you first start out at anything, you're always going to start towards the you know not toward not towards the bottom, but towards that lower range because you want to obviously build a reputation and then then up the price. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, that's that's exactly right. I mean, you have to start with getting people in the door and getting them started. You have to have... I noticed a lot of people that you're going to work with. Go backwards. They try to come in through the through the top door, and, you know, and, and um, nobody knows who they are or even trust them or they haven't even gotten results for clients. And, uh, you know, that could be a business buster. But uh, that said... With running it towards the end of January, then that gives these trainers plenty of time uh, to start now, obviously, and then and to market. So how how far in advance do you usually start to market something like this? Now, probably, probably even be at least now, right? To start to yeah, uh, it depends on your marketing strategy um, uh-huh. overall. I did a lot with email marketing, so. We were always building our email list, and so I didn't need quite as long of a lead time to market. I think three weeks is your bare minimum. Okay. Um, but starting starting to put things together ahead of time uh, to where you have six weeks. To, if you're working with joint ventures or affiliates, and you need right. to get them the information and get them on board. If you're trying to collect prizes, there's so much more to just the actual pushing it to clients or, or potential clients that goes into this, that six weeks is a great start time. I mean, the earlier you start, the better. Um, right. On the actual marketing and setup, I would be dripping this and giving them little teasers right. about the contest coming up in January starting now. I'd already be talking about it. I may not right. open registration because the whole point of, you know, you want to push people into this um, short window of time to get on board. That right. People act in urgency. That's just how we are. That's how we function as, as a society. So I'd always have a short window of time, you know, seven days at most for someone to, to register. Oh. And we'd open up that window, but I'd be marketing well ahead of time. And we'd have ways for them to get on a wait list, a pre-sell list. I'd have a lot of different ways to do that. Um, 
And any time you run a, a promotion, say you, you wanted to market for two weeks and run it constantly for two weeks and open up registration, you're going to get a bunch at the beginning and you're going to get a bunch at the very end. Um, right. That's how it always works. And yeah. I always like to leave myself a little lead, leeway there. So I I only ran, usually I ran like four-day windows um, and some days like up sometimes up to seven-day windows of registration. But I always left at least a week window from the end of registration to the start of the contest because now I could take any stragglers that came in and I wasn't scrambling to get things set up. I've right. seen trainers run like registration ends on Sunday. We start on Monday. And there's absolutely no way you can prepare all of your information and get everything in order, make sure all the clients are set up with what they need in that time. And right. so I always allow that lag time with it. And you know, going back to the price, it's the same way like what you made, the point you made, Georgette, about people not knowing, you not having that expertise out there. Right. Um, that's the reason that this the transformation contest is so affordable, this system is so affordable, is I, I know that it's not something that I'm necessarily known as in the industry. I've, I've done a lot of the business coaching. I've done a lot of other things that would probably dictate a higher cost. And overall, this system is 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 well worth the, the 300 that it'll sell for regularly. Right. Um, and it's probably worth well more than that. But right. I wanted to get this out to trainers that maybe haven't heard of me before, that maybe had no right. idea, and it's a, a little bit less of a risk on their part. And so I'm I'm doing that the same way. You know, we're putting it out there at a really affordable cost. I wanted the trainers to have this as they possibly can um, right. to, to be able to, to help their businesses come because I know there will be more stuff coming down the pipeline from me um, on this in the future, and this is my way to earn their trust and, and to show them this is that I have a reason that they should listen. Right. That's what works like that. Right. online. has been really good, man. Yeah, it is. I'm actually... Uh, I think this is an awesome, you know, resource. This will be an awesome, awesome resource for trainers. And um, it's it's good to have somebody who has, you know, had success with it and put all this together in a complete package like this. But we also answered a lot of questions here. That we, get, we did your frequently asked questions for you <laughs> in the podcast. But... Um, I think they're the top. They, those are the questions that come to mind, and you know that any trainer might have. I actually had them, so <laughs> I wasn't just making them up. And uh, well, it's just I'm glad I was able to to answer them all and, and get that out there. And I appreciate the help, man. This is why you talk about it and you let people see it because it draws out the the questions that I don't think the, that are out there it weren't completely obvious to me right from the get go. Yeah, sometimes that happens because we think. You know, we've covered everything, and then somebody comes up and, you know, that's a good question, actually. You know, what's your best time frame? What's your crop? You know, the 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 uh, hint on the 75% of what you normally charge. Because it's hard to tell somebody what to what to charge individually, and that was really good. So I don't know if Jesse has any more questions, because actually we're getting close to the hour, aren't we? Yes, we are. And Ryan, um, obviously, uh, I think Georgette, you're going to be emailing out uh, links to his to this launch. And um, but also, Ryan, if people have questions uh, and they want to get a hold of you, what's a good way to do that? If a trainer wants to, you know, maybe or 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 get to get on your blog or something, what's a good what's a good way to contact you? Okay. Um, so uh, two sites, we have the, the main site for Vertex Performance Systems or VPS, and that's Vertex, 
and that's with an X, so V-E-R-T-E-X, and PerformanceSystems.com. And they can go there. They can read about my story there. And um, I've got some blog posts up that cover transformation contests uh, that we just recently put out there. Um, Or they can go to Vertex Transformation Systems, and that's where they can find the actual product, the the page for the product that will give them the information. Uh, We've got a coming soon page up now, and uh, later today we'll flip that over to the to the actual info about the product, and they can go learn all about that there. So those are the two best places. Um, and, you know, they can always find – they can reach me through the site, you know, through the website there. Um, I answer all of my own support emails. So if they find a support email address out there, or they can just email me directly at ryan at vertexperformancesystems.com, and I'd be happy to answer any questions. Yeah, I'll try to get this podcast up today. And um, I'll also hook it up to the blog post that you did for me, which was really good. Um, so that'll be probably not up till Wednesday. But um, I will be emailing um, my group on this starting tomorrow. So um, the word will get out. It hasn't already. <laughs> so, I very uh, much, I very, very much appreciate that. And uh, without... You know, people like you, George, that are willing to help us spread the word. We wouldn't be able to to reach near as many people, and so we're very appreciative of that. And I'm appreciative of the opportunity to be on the podcast. Awesome. Right. Real pleasure to have you. Do you have any last words for for our listeners, and then we're going to have to wrap it up today? You know, I I want to thank them for listening. They've they've stuck with us this long and all the, the rambling on fat loss and transformation that we've done. Um, so thanks for listening, and if they want to know any more, don't be afraid to, to ask. I'm always happy to interact. I think that that's one thing that I try to do that separates us, hopefully, from, from a few other businesses out there. You know, I, I want to be able to interact. I learn just as much from my interactions with other trainers and coaches as I do um, with any of the educational stuff that I'm doing for myself and seminars that I attend. So fire away questions, don't hesitate to to reach out. I know that's been something that's kind of held me back in the past is being, you know, scared to ask that question or send that email. Um, I promise that I'll get back to you as soon as I possibly can on it, and so don't let that hold you back. And um, Hopefully they'll check out the product and, uh, and and give it a whirl. Read the pages, see what, uh, what all is available in there, and if okay. it's something that you're already running contests or you're brand new to it, I guarantee you you'll learn something uh, that will make them better, and so I encourage them to check that out. I'll send you the link to the podcast. It will be on my blog in about half hour or okay. less. I'll right. put that out there as well. Okay. All right. Thanks, Ryan. This is Ryan Ketchum on the show, and uh, this has been uh, Jesse Stoddard, Georgette Pan. We're so excited to have everybody on this podcast every week, and um, we will see you next time. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. Thank you.